0: Hey friend, welcome to Sweat & Yoga's Love the Skin You're In podcast, where we sweat for a workout and yoga to feel something new. I'm your host, Sinchana Sonnenberg, lover of sweat and all the feels, sitcom junkie, hoop earring enthusiast, and your realistic health and fitness bestie. Health and fitness has been hijacked by the entertainment industry, and I'm here to take it back so we can all learn to love the skin we're in. Girls come to me for help with weight loss, but instead they learn to listen to their bodies. So today's episode isn't a question, actually, and uh, yes, I know I said I would talk about the autoimmune paleo today, but I just I just couldn't. I had way too much to say. As some of you may know, we had the Rona, and as a result of Kyle's job, we know actually hundreds of people who have had it. I want to share a very informative video today by a doctor, not someone who's like, woo-woo, um, who has been swabbing and dealing with this virus this whole past year. And it was taken down. Um, This is probably the hundredth time that this has happened over the last year that I had personally noticed, so imagine how many times it's actually happened. So yeah, Um, before I begin my gratitude, I want to say in this episode, I'm not trying to diminish the feelings or experiences of people who have had it, who have had terrible symptoms, or have had family or friends who have dealt with this virus and had Terrible outcomes as a result. Um, if anything, I think it makes it more sad that the public message of getting healthy with specifics, things like vitamin D. And side note, don't at me if you're a pro metabolic um, nerd. Yes, your body should produce its own vitamin D, and yes, you should be able to get it in a natural way rather than supplement. But supplementing if you're struggling during a crisis is a better. Management of these types of disorders and diseases and uh, viruses than pharmaceuticals. Uh, better, like, I mean, for your body, not necessarily better at controlling the virus because I don't want to get into that. But um, specifics like that aren't put out as public messages, and anyone that tries to share them gets censored or banned. <laughs> um, additionally, I put out a, a post on the Vax. P.S. I'm going to try and avoid saying the full name of this jab or the rona because I don't want my podcast to get kicked off of Google Play or other places that are censoring, but I'm hoping that I'm too small of a fish to go after. Um, Anyway, I got into quote unquote discussions. I say that with quotation marks because some of them did get a little bit heated with some of my best friends about my opinion on what's going on today. I'm not telling you this to say that I'm right or that they're wrong or that they're being unreasonable or anything of that matter. I'm saying this to let you know that I'm always open to an opposing view when discussed reasonably and respectfully. Um, and also, since I've had the hard conversations with people who I'm close to me about this, if you get rude or disrespectful in any way, I will just ignore you or block you if like that's applicable on the platform, obviously, we're talking on. All right, so... <laughs> Not to get too harsh, but let's get into today's gratitude. Okay, as usual, let's start with the three things I'm grateful for this week. Uh, Number one, being my voice. It does matter, and yours does too, no matter how small. Uh, Number two the content planner from hello funnels i'm loving it and the things i've planned for the podcast and my email list are from her prompts and they are still a thousand percent genuinely me and my voice but i just found in the past that i had so many ideas that were all over the place um and i wanted to write about this and this and this and this and i want to talk about this and i wanted to discuss this and and now it sort of gives me like a a direction rather than feeling overwhelmed by all the things i want to talk about uh, and number three, um, NAC, <clears throat> which is known as N-acetylcysteine. Um, I have been struggling a lot at night. I've uh, been waking up super plugged up, like I, I can't breathe plugged up. I think it's something to do with the air in our bedroom because I'm fine all day. And I, s- I seem to also be fine if the windows are open in our bedroom. No mucus, nothing, and... And if the windows are closed, I wake up not being able to breathe uh, and just like full of mucus. So taking NAC loosens it up and helps me get a little bit better sleep. And then something I'm working on, uh, actually same as last week, taking time off, I feel I need it. I was better about that last week and I want to keep it going. Um, My body just sometimes needs a little bit of rest and I have a tendency to override that. So yeah. This is just my usual reminder that i don't say these things to brag or tell you how great my life is but to remind you that the little things are worth being grateful for as well as the big things and maybe encourage you to pause the show write down three things you're grateful for you know all the things health aspect of what I want to say before I tell you our story with the Rhoda. as usual I want to preface this by saying or should I say I have to preface this by saying I'm not a medical professional but I'm here to help help you and encourage you to listen to your body above everything else so in the IG I did I talked about the um, new style of acts which honestly most naturopaths that I follow are calling like are calling for a a new name for this because it doesn't follow the traditional style of acts. um the general consensus of the people that didn't like what i said seemed to be uh quote unquote this is more complex than any of us can understand like why this vaccine would come out now (sighs) here's my issue with that that industry has been getting away with that as the reason for giving us things and forcing us into situations for years And they've been getting away with it it's crazy to me like hormones are complex you should just take the birth control pill to balance them rashes and skin issues are too complex for you to understand put on cortisone cream yeast infections just happen to happen to sometimes take antibiotics UTIs are complex too complex for you to understand take antibiotics arthritis is too complex take some painkillers like it's all about like the you don't understand model is it possible that under these particular circumstances these companies are doing the right thing? Absolutely. friggin But they haven't given us reason to believe that they would given the circumstances ever in the past. Additionally, the amount of censorship that's been happening around things that are, as far as I'm concerned, harmless like vitamin D is once again not giving me faith in how much power they have over this system. Even just today, somebody told me like 15 accounts were deleted of people with a mass following that are going against the narrative. And then I also saw that they were actually offering, um, influencers, like between 1300 and 2500, uh, to do posts about getting the shot and about how like they're super excited to see their grandparents and their friends and be able to hug people you know really pulling at people's heartstrings so anyway it's a problem for sure and now yes some of these big companies like instagram and or sorry facebook is the company and google and whatever are in bed with some of these big pharma companies And it is technically Instagram or Facebook or whatever is their platform. So if it's going to hurt their bottom line, which if they're in bed with these companies financially, of course it would if people don't get these things. um, Of course they have the right to censor the information out there. In my personal opinion, the problem is the way they're doing it. It's under the guise of these people giving misinformation and they're not disclosing that they're in bed with these companies. That's the problem. Had they just like... out a mass message that said listen we're partnered up with these big companies if you talk shit about them on our platform we will take your stuff down that's fine they're doing it in a sneaky way that like most people aren't even noticing that it's happening the only reason that my family has started to take notice is because they watched a video that they found really really compelling it's actually the video that started this me wanting to talk about this but it was a video by a doctor had done who has been dealing with like corona swabs and, and treatment and things like that and he was saying how basically um it, it, it's a more complex video i wish i had it but it, it, he was basically saying how like this has been like a problem because the things that are solutions that could be saving lives aren't being put out there. Um, and my family watched it, and like everybody in my family watched it, and they all thought it was super interesting, super compelling. And again, he has credentials behind him, it's not just some woo woo, whatever. And then the video got taken down. And this is why my family is actually looking at it and going, Oh, that's weird that that got taken down when it wasn't somebody just like out of left field saying whatever. Anyway, that's my problem with it. It's the fact that they're not disclosing why they're doing this, they're just making it seem like these people are giving misinformation. Now, let's say things like vitamin D don't do anything, which we actually know it does, but let's skip that part and just go with the don't. What happens to excess vitamin D? It just makes expensive pee. So why not encourage people, especially people in high-risk populations, to try vitamin D and see how they feel? And while yes this new style of the jab may be something in the future that is wonderful and magical i reiterate the point of my video the timing to me is suspicious on being a time when people are very very vulnerable and ready to do whatever to get back to regular life additionally it's being forced on large masses of people without enough long-term research even the people that were pro did mention to me that they didn't have a choice in which jab they got Uh, doesn't that seem suspicious shouldn't you get a choice of something that is so novel and new when the other more tested option is available even if you say like yeah I'm willing to wait for that option that is like the flu vaccine that's a viral vector vaccine honestly just so much of this has just made me see that um, a lot of this is going against everything I stand for listen to your body and gut seems to be what we're being told to overwrite and just ignore and I'm just not into that now let me be clear I'm not against the jab, especially in vulnerable communities. So say people over 60 or whatever. Um, However, this new style is on a mass scale with no option to many people as to which they get. That is what gets under my skin. Of course, I don't know anything, everything about the litigation aspects, but in my personal opinion, we should be giving the traditional style on a mass scale or at least giving the people the option. Then we should do more research people who opt to take the new style voluntarily then in the future once we have long-term data then we should introduce the new style as a more um, standardized way not during a vulnerable pandemic where people are already under stress and they're just sort of willing to do whatever to get their lives back. Okay, now that I've gotten that off my chest, here is our story of the Rona. Honestly, the main reason I want to share my story is because I feel like I feel like only the fear-based stories are the ones that are being shared. I feel like very few people know, slash, have stories like me. And I just feel like that's scaring a lot of people. As many of you know, um, my husband plays hockey, and last March 2020... We had been planning on going to Bali for our honeymoon after the season, but had been postponing and waiting to book because we weren't sure what was going down with all the cases rising, uh, but it, it wasn't really a big deal, it was just more so like, oh uh, travel might be restricted a little bit. Anyway, the season ended, and they actually ended up deciding to cancel the playoffs. The guys always do a year-end trip, and since, again, it was not really made to be that big of a deal yet, uh, they didn't cancel their trip so they drove to St. Anton for a ski trip they were supposed to stay for two nights but instead cut the trip down um, a day short as things were closing up this was like right around the time when they started hearing that the ski hills were a major uh, spreader because of like the cold in the air I guess the air traveling further still no big deal the next day or maybe the day after I don't remember exactly it must have been the day after. Uh, we were at a dentist appointment and Trump gave the order that they're not allowing people in from Europe as of the next day. So we get a message saying that we're booked on a 7am flight tomorrow. Rush home and get everything packed and cleaned in record time, might I add. Honestly, had never sanitized an apartment in that quick a time frame. Gold stars to me, clapping all around. You know that like reel of giving applause to myself. That That's how I felt. Anyway really like no measures uh for safety at the airport at this point in our customs line line in canada we ran into one of our friends that's from another team who got in at the same time into pearson airport no face mask nothing we were chatting like uh in close proximity the prompter just asked if we had been to asia or italy that's it we obviously checked no moved on as we were leaving we gave our friend a hug goodbye like did all the things and moved on. Kazma picked us up who now looking back that probably wasn't the best idea since she is someone that I would say is in the higher risk population but again we didn't really think that much of it at the time. Um, our house was getting renovated so instead of heading home we went to my sister-in-law's house. This was on the Friday. On The Saturday my brother-in-law gets a message because he works with uh, food uh, in a massive food company. Uh, he gets a message saying that anyone that's been in contact with some, anyone from out of the country has to stay home and work from home. My sister-in-law the teacher who gets told after marriage break they're going back to school. So at least we're like containing it in that way. All of a sudden, Kaz's mom gets a really rough cough. They refuse to test her for uh, because of lack of testing. Our niece and nephew start getting really high fevers and coughs, and the fevers, they couldn't seem to break uh, no matter what even doing all the things that would normally break their fever. Um, And when they talked to the doctor, they basically said, like, yeah, we can give them antibiotics for pneumonia. We're not really sure what it is, but they don't qualify for tests. Kyle's stepdad, who has diabetes, so a pre-existing condition, develops a really, really rough cough, can't walk out to the trash, like he is keeled over coughing, um, also doesn't qualify for tests. We've been trying... get through to telehealth to qualify for tests since so many people around us were getting sick but we either couldn't get through or when we got through um health ontario they told us we didn't qualify even though we we came from what was now like initially it wasn't a red zone i don't think when we left or maybe it became a red zone right before we left but at that point it was definitely a red zone so we think okay fine we will get tested at least everyone is home um we're not worried we're mostly worried about my niece and nephew we had left a message on the telehealth answering system since i actually just couldn't get through and i was tired of being on hold for days then we get the news that a few guys who were still in germany because germany was doing so many more tests uh tested positive and so we called ontario health back and they told us no absolutely not still don't qualify um but Telehealth finally calls us back from the message that I had left, and we tell them our story, and they say, absolutely, you should be tested, call Ontario Health back, and tell them we strongly suggest testing, so we do that. That morning, Kyle had woken up with, like, a bit of an upset stomach, and said he did not it didn't feel like a normal upset stomach, so when we were on the phone with Ontario Health, we exaggerated his symptoms for sure. He had been running around with the kids when we had taken his temperature, so we said it was high, but like anybody's temperature is going to be high if they're running around um we exaggerated his stomach pains we exaggerated we just we exaggerated it because we wanted to know if we had put the kids in danger by staying at their house they set up a test for kyle at this point on the sunday after we came home so this was like a week and a bit which was a, a cut, like three days after his upset stomach which lasted i would say for about half a day they call us back and tell us he's positive. He was shocked. The person on the phone said, uh, Probably no surprise, you tested positive. And I think his exact response was, What? What do you mean, no surprise? To which I had to like whisper and be like, We fibbed a little about your symptoms. All three of the other adults that were in the house with us, so sister in law, brother in law, and me, had stomach issues at some point uh, or another within those two weeks, but we didn't qualify for testing. So as you can see, there's so many people, um, even once we tested positive and we tried to get them to test, like my mother-in-law and father-in-law and nieces and nephews who were exhibiting symptoms, they were like, no, had this happened a week ago, maybe, but now we, have, we, don't, we really don't have enough tests, even though even beforehand they were telling us they don't have enough tests. So um, I, I think you can kind of see a little bit of the problem there is that how many people were exposed to this virus that weren't tested just from us. Right. And then let alone the people in Pearson Airport, let alone, you know, but just our immediate family. Um, anyway, so anyway, honestly, as far as my symptoms, I didn't even really think I still to this day because they refused to test me don't 1000% know um, whether or not I had it, but I've been exposed to it now several times and have not uh, had any symptoms. So I'm going to assume that that was it honestly i kind of thought that i would just eaten a, way too much cheese like it was sort of one of those things where i felt like i had to go poo real bad anyway um the next day we got an email from kyle's naturopath saying something along the lines of like an immune kit uh which was sort of funny because it was like obviously i talk about that stuff all the time where i'm like boost your immune system um he forwarded me this and he said like should we be buying this kit and I like went to look through it, and I was like, "Oh, no surprise. We're already taking all of the things in this kit." And I was t- uh, yeah, most of them we were I did add on as like a precaution for what was going on in, out in the world. They aren't things that we would take just every single day, no matter what. So um, it was things like uh, cysteine zinc, vitamin D, etc. Now, again, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, uh, I do believe our body should be able to get things like zinc and vitamin d out of food and sunlight and things like that but in times of high stress and if your body's already at a disadvantage like corona or when you're just unhealthy or traveling or you're gonna have like a lowered immune response for whatever reason these supplements can be very beneficial now let's fast forward to when we came back to germany for the next season so this was i think kyle came back beginning of october and i came beginning of november i think um Anyway, when Kyle got here, he got tested for corona as well as antibodies. He was told he was negative for both. However, every team sort of had like a bout of the rona and when the rona st- started spreading around his team, it sort of spread in like a straight line towards him, skipped him and then went on to the next person. Pretty wild, right? Now, that tells me there's probably more to this than just antibodies. Like I said, I've actually been exposed to quite a few of these people that were positive at the time. I did not know. um, And I did not feel any symptoms either. And again, Kyle's tests all came back negative. Also, uh, speaking to a person that's still on our team from last year who was also on that St. Anton trip, uh, it seems that everyone that went back to that team um, that was on that St. Anton trip Uh, There was like a large bout of the Rona that hit their team and all the people that were on the St. Anton trip tested negative Meanwhile, all the people that were not even people that were on the team last year, but that were not on the trip tested positive, so Interesting, right? Why is this important? Well in my opinion, as I said, it means that antibodies aren't everything because that trip would have happened So when they like they didn't start their season and that bout For the St. Anton people on our previous team, I think happened like maybe even beginning of December. So that means from March to December, it's a lot longer than six months, right? So um, if they're saying that they last three to six months for the antibodies, these people, something else is going on. Um, Additionally, it also means that overall health matters a lot. Honestly, I have never had a doubt in my mind, which Kyle often gets really pissed at me for saying, um, that I would be just fine if the virus hit me. Why? Because I spend an enormous amount of my time, energy, and resources on my health. And um, I do believe that even with like the variants and things like that, of course, there c- I could have some underlying condition that I don't know about. Um, but I do believe that the way that I treat my body... I have the best chance out of the average population. I would say, of course, there's people that are significantly higher on that scale than I am, but because they have more resources and things like that. But I do believe that I have the best chance. And that's why when I kept hearing the virus, and that's also why I was sort of like pushing for us to go to Bali, we didn't end up going. And like I was sort of waiting to see what happens before we booked our trip home because I really did feel that like. If they're saying all these healthy people are fine I was gonna be fine um, and to be clear I don't like just spend my time energy and resources on my health because i just because I want to and I think it's fun although I'm at the stage of my health now where uh, obviously excluding current circumstances I do think it's fun because yeah it's just it, it's something that I enjoy learning about and I think it's very exciting but I started this, and I continue to do it mainly because things like antibiotics, mold, birth control have messed with my immune system, and I have to I have to rebuild it. And just side note, two out of three of those are deemed "quote unquote" safe by the industry we're now supposed to trust to do the right thing. Right, so. Additionally, I think this story is important because as I said, most people do not know if they've come in contact with this virus unless A, they had a bad reaction to it, uh, especially in the beginning when they were refusing to test, basically unless you were hospitalized for it. Um, We were the, like when Kyle got tested, that was the last round of testing that was done outside of basically a hospital, um, like a hospitalization or like hospital staff. And then B, B, they have a job that requires testing The virus spread throughout our hockey league like wildfire in the first few months uh games were getting postponed left and right for like a couple months then that stopped and we hadn't had any shutdowns for like a few months and we just had one last week right before the playoffs my guess it's it's one of the variants but obviously we don't have that information the point being that a large majority of the players in our league of 14 teams have had the virus and yes there is a handful of heart conditions And that's very, very sad and upsetting. But um, I do think even things like that play to the fear because honestly, uh, these weren't conditions we tested for before the season. So who's to say that they weren't already there and they were amplified or uh, they weren't going to come out at this point, right? Like this is the argument that we get for the the vax is that. Oh, it's coincidence that these things happen. Uh, it has nothing to do with what your child just received or what you just received or whatever um, because you can't compare, you can't uh, correlate the two. So how is it that we're using something like heart conditions we, that we have no prior knowledge of what was going on with them um, as like a side effect, right? So it's. I'm not saying it like... Not saying it to diminish what's going on, just to put a different perspective on it. We are quick to label uh, it the virus, but we don't. We don't have a control, like we don't have a test for before. But the majority of these players, even with the advanced heart testing, are fine, um, and that's what makes me not scared of it. I think it's very, very scary for people who haven't had it or don't know anyone who has had it because in the media it does look like so many people just die when they get it uh, i was listening to rita rogers talk about it on her instagram i'll link uh her insta in the show notes she's a nurse in the u.s and she made a very good point about the virus this is the first time in history we're categorizing people who have had no symptoms but are testing for work or because of contact with someone who has had them as infected Imagine we did that every season, every flu season for the flu. Do you think you escape it every year in spite of being in contact with someone who has it? Or do you think your body can fight it before it can show the symptoms and we carry the bug? Um, just some food for thought. I know this is a little bit lengthy, but I just, it really, really sparked a little something for me to talk about this. <laughs> that's all i have to say today friend honestly i just want to alleviate some of the fear around this thing and if i can show at least one person who's scared of getting it that taking care of your health and your immune system is the best policy then i have done what i intended to do with this podcast sorry to make it super heavy but it had to be said uh back to regular programming next week where i will discuss the autoimmune paleo diet and why Uh, Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you got something useful from this episode. Make sure you subscribe so you know as soon as new episodes are up and share this episode with a friend if you think it'll benefit them. I want us all to take better care of ourselves so that we don't have to rely on the external help, especially while we're waiting in this pandemic. I'd love for you to take a minute to tell me what you'd like to see more of uh, in the show by filling out the Google form. Uh, Yeah, catch you next time, friend.